Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, episode 75, featuring the Sovereign Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming podcasts, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and iHeartRadio, among others. If you're listening on iTunes, leave us a review. Links to all the platforms are below. Uh, I said below, like this ain't a podcast. Uh, they're at ykwrestling.com. If you're on YouTube, go ahead, subscribe to us, you know, give us a thumbs up. You know what YouTubers say, hit that notification bell so you know when the episodes are coming up. Uh, while you on ykwrestling.com, get you some merch. You know, we got those NWO Black Lives Matter tees, tank tops like my guy Reap got right there. Uh, just head over to the link tree on ykwrestling.com, the one that says, what a maneuver. There's multiple designs. There's only like two designs, but more coming soon. We're gonna, we gonna get some more coming soon. Uh, I am the Thespian TC Fontaine, joined by the essential wreak havoc and Mr. 24-7 Malik Riggs. Yes, hey, what's going on, man? Uh, if you're following us on Twitter, join in our conversation at the hashtag YK Wrestling. On Instagram, hashtag YKWPod. What's up, y'all? Happy Sunday. Happy, uh, I'm going to say it, Super Bowl Sunday. No, what's wrong Sue with us. that? Like, Sue it's, us. It's, it's, it's like, it's a common, you know, used term. You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't see why you can't say that on it. It should honestly be a national holiday. Right. It's a Sunday. It's not affecting much at all. Like, you don't got to. Businesses don't got to be closed down. Businesses are going to be busy anyway. That's, that's right. Retail workers should get time and a half. It should be a federal holiday. Facts. Needs that. My guy Malik over there quiet. He on mute. What you on mute for, bro? <laughs> I've been talking. My bad. Because, you know, my phone be going off. My bad. I was talking. But, yeah. What's going I on? I no, man, chilling, working my ass off, man. I feel you. I'm trying to get like you, player. Facts. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm, I'm just ready for May, man. Once May come around, it's really up, so. Me too, because this, this semester, it. I'm trying to, I don't even know what week of the semester I'm in. I think third or fourth is mm. it's, it's, it's going like that. It's like a quarter of the way over, but yeah. Read your yo your green screen mirror the wrong way. Oh shoot. All right, let me fix. <laughs> let me fix it. Hold up. Hey, we live. All right, now we live. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's going on, man? Uh as always, uh gotta talk about some wrestling. What, what wrestling y'all been into? Oh man, so yeah. I don't I remember know, watching much. You know, I've been doing like the old six thing. Yeah. I took a break from that. And I don't know what brought me down here. I was watching something else, but I got into a little bit of O2. And for some reason, I started watching Mania 18. And like for the first time, Rockin like, un uninterrupted. Yeah, I just, just watched it straight through. No interruptions, nothing like that. And like, I realized like that match was 90% psychology. Like it wasn't bad by any stretch. But the crowd elevated the hell out of that because they were honestly the nostalgia it, feeling. Probably the best true wrestling match of all time, honestly. And I, I'm gonna say why. 
because because what wrestling is, is it's like theater you got to garner a reaction from the audience and that yeah. match was the best match i've ever seen that garnered the audience reaction yeah yeah no like it was just everyone got into the nostalgia for hulk even though he's supposed to be the bad guy and then it's like they just they just captured all of that and that the in-ring psychology was just on 10 that whole way through it wasn't that long it wasn't like a masterpiece or nothing like that but they just did what they needed to do for that time being and like everyone was invested in that like there wasn't a louder crowd than for that match completely the rest of the night you know and at the time i would say they should have called it audible on the finish but in hindsight you know we cool with the actual final result because you know we don't fuck with hulk hogan around here well, that's, that's, that's the other part about it too it's like that's the, other part of, that's the other part about it. It's like, when I thought back on it, that's the first and probably the only time that Hogan ever 100% put a guy over, endorsed him, everything like that the right way. Because you could, you know, look back at WrestleMania 6 with Warrior. He barely sold the finish. He got right Yokozuna. back up. Yeah, yeah, Yokozuna. He got up like he was mad that he had to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that, that was the one time where it was like, okay, he put this guy over properly. He passed the torch. Hyped him up, everything. So like we sold the, the the ribs and everything at the end. Too. Right. Yeah, like you you see them walking up, and I guess like Rock was checking on to make sure he was good. Like, yo, you selling this hard, or you really hurt? Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Right, it was that crazy job. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I never. I in hindsight, knowing what I know now, it's like it just that was just shocking to me. Like, yo. I, I sat there and like we watched all these matches afterwards. It's like, yo, man, you couldn't have did that for Sean. For Sean, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the first thing that came to mind. I'm like, yo, hey, shout out to Sean though, because Sean has petty. Oh yeah, <laughs> so like yeah. everything he did in that match, like he bounced got... off of everything. What was that? What was that? Two oh five? SummerSlam oh five. Oh five. Yeah, I gotta watch it again. I, I watched that match at least twice a year, so I gotta I gotta watch it the first time in 2021. That nigga was the way that man bounced off the ropes. When Hogan was like kicking him in in his ribs with the ropes. That man, like he was in the trampoline park, bro. Just hearing the backstory to that match is like, you know, you ever seen the WWE Untold documentaries where they have two dudes and they'll tell like. Yeah. Yeah, the backstory of a match. They need one on that one. Yep. Just be honest about it. That's the only time I'll advocate to see Hulk Hogan on any new programming is just for that one time. Because we didn't need Hulk Hogan on SmackDown this past week. That shit was that shit was so unnecessary. We never need Hulk Hogan. Like we never need Hulk Hogan, but like every time they jot out Hulk Hogan on these shows is for no reason whatsoever. It it completely worthless. I'll give him, I'll let him slide for the, the mean gene. Tribute, like that's okay. Yeah, that, that's his boy, and he had his boy. yeah. But other than that, every time he's been on TV since they allowed him back has been just totally unnecessary. That's what I'm saying. Like he just he they don't should have let Brock fade his ass. They should, but he like he don't even say nothing no more. You remember Mustafa Ali said? Oh yeah. And you know, it's crazy too, because now all of a sudden he gets heat over that comment. And it's like, you know what he's talking about. Right. So I don't know why it's a big deal. 
It ain't wrong. Because maybe some of those people believe in what Hogan said. Because hmm. it's do. like Hogan the same people Hogan mad at Bad Bunny. Up. Oh, I don't even want to hear that. But it's just like he just shows up and just just says some meaningless shit for however long he out there taking up TV time that's that's not needed. Well, well, let me tell you something, brother, dude. For like five to ten minutes. Why? I don't need that. Well, it was really funny. They showed a Harriet Tubman graphic right before that. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all do what y'all do. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Like, there's, there's no way that wasn't intended. That, that was definitely a real. Because they didn't even announce Hogan for the show until an hour before the show went live. Right. And to, to talk about Andre on to talk Main about event, the the 33rd anniversary, like not the 30th, and I like the, the 50th, the 33rd anniversary of a match that y'all never talked about on an anniversary before. Me, me For two minutes. So, you're gonna talk so disrespectful about Andre. Like, bruh. Mm-mm. I don't know what he said because I tuned out. He was uh, the, the stinky, big, fat. Oh, whatever that was, Andre. I'm like, nigga, what? Right, talking way too much about Bobo. Yeah, yeah. Well, all sentiments agreed. Uh, I, I want to, I want to start out by uh, sending our condolences uh, to former WCW and WWE star Butch Reed, who passed away this past Friday at the age of 66. Perhaps best known for his time with former WCW champion Ron Simmons in the tag team Doom, managed by Teddy Long. The pair captured the WCW Tag Team Championships. Uh, Reed also enjoyed single success, having captured the Mid-South Tag Team Television and North American Heavyweight Championships, the latter of which he captured on three different occasions. Uh, Put that man in the Hall of Fame. It's about time. Ron Simmons is there, Teddy Long is there, Butch Reed needs to go there too, just for his contributions. Uh, just as a black wrestler. Just yes, as sir. a legend. It's a, a black icon in wrestling. He he did his part. Two big, a- two big scary black dudes in the 80s in Georgia winning championships. Come on now. We have habits of putting dudes in way too late and it's like now, I mean, you don't even have an excuse anymore. Like, it's it's too late, but whatever. Just do it at this point, because what's stopping you anymore? Yep. All right. I agree. Fact. Stop with the politics with this stuff. And what are the politics even anyway at this point? Uh, if you have a bad relationship with them or... That's you, really like, it. Yeah. And that shouldn't... Like my my thing is the same problem. Even then, boxing. that don't stop nobody. Bruno Sammartino got in. Macho no, I'm man saying, got in. That that that's my my biggest problem with a lot of these things. It, it mostly boxing is when like promoters or don't like with each other, don't want to deal with each other. Like they take away from the fans. Like I heard something with Leonard Ellaby. Yo, I love you, Leonard. Whatever. But I heard him say something like, um, "These fans don't know if they make the fights or something like that." Like somebody put that. And I'm like, huh? Well, you said they what? Win. I, I think it was don't don't quote me on this, but it was like fans don't make these fights or they don't know what they want to see. Basically saying like we don't know what fights we want to see or stuff like that. 
And it was like, no, like we, we're telling you what fight we want because of a, a reason, you know. So all these promoters is is, is yeah, full of it. Bob like Barron, Drake said, all these promoters are janky. True, true though. Yeah, like it's even like like football, like the football Hall of Fame. I think is is one of the worst, like up there with boxing. Yeah, there's no reason guys like Chris Carter, guys like Terrell Owens should have waited so long. And you see, Calvin Johnson got in the Hall of Fame. Congrats to my guy Megatron. I love Megatron. He have got you, in have first you, ballot. But have you guys? It's because the that? media liked him because he was he was nice to the media, and so they they was cool with it. When the media you guys, hurt, they 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 on some BS. Exactly. Have you guys listened to that podcast? I am athlete with Brandon Marshall, Ocho Cinco. I've been meaning to start. Bro, it, like it's a really good. I see the clips of it all the time. Yeah, it's a really good one. And like they talk about the the politics and that, and how the way Ocho Cinco was like, he was like, I put myself in the whole Hall of Fame and all that. And he they were talking about like why do people feel like they need these certain validations and all this stuff. So. Yeah, if you haven't heard that, go listen to it. But you know, same same as WWE. He another one that should be in by now. Yeah, but but, but me, me personally, I feel like we should just have like all like with wrestling. Like I've said this many of years. Like with wrestling, we just need a a big, huge broadcasted wrestling Hall of Fame. And I know a lot of people be like, "Well, there's a Hall of Fame here, like that. There's a Hall of Fame there." And my thing is, nobody knows those. We really don't care. We don't pay attention. I'm talking about a hugely broadcasting where. You know, somebody who's never been in WWE. You know what's crazy? Because people you know people I mean? say, like, the WWE Hall of Fame doesn't count because it's one person choosing this it popularity contest. Some people say because it, it's, it's WWE, it's not a full wrestling Hall of Fame. They can pick and choose who they want to have, who's marketable to, to, to be put in front, which is kind of the same thing as most Hall of Fames when you think yeah. about it, but whatever. But insane people WWE say, do it. well, we got Dave Meltzer's Hall of Fame, which is more important, which is the same thing. It's chosen by one man. But Fuck nobody Dave cares Meltzer. about it. Okay. Nobody, Fuck nobody... Dave Meltzer. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Fuck Dave Meltzer, because death comes in threes. My bad. My bad. Continue. They're not, what, what are we talking about, fellas? Did not just tell y'all, could <laughs> let this man control your emotions? <laughs> Where is David Moser? Like, I haven't, what, what is he, what, what has he been doing? I haven't seen. I don't know. Anyway, anyway, yeah. If, if I ain't heard from him could, that much this past week. If they could add a bracket like that where guys based off their careers in TNA or New Japan and they added a bracket like that to their Hall of Fame, I think it'd be even better. You know what I mean? So, one person that I have been upset that hasn't been in the Hall of Fame, but he returns. Who? Oh, we have technical difficulties, bro. Uh oh. Here we go. <laughs> His internet was like, no, he don't deserve it. <laughs> Christian Cage. Christian? <laughs> you said Christian? Yeah, Christian and Christian Cage. Oh. Okay. Christian and Christian Cage. What the fuck? You hear me? No, nah, we hear you now. No, nah, nah, yeah, we good. You good. Oh. Uh, I'm good. I'm keeping it in there too. One, two, Mike. One, two. Yeah, we good. We, we good for I now. don't care. Keep all this. You know me. Keep everything in there. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Christian and Christian Cage. Put them both in the Hall of Fame after he's officially retired. Ooh, my favorite app just hit. Got some money. But 
Hey, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about that yesterday, man. Man, don't don't that feel good when you get some money in your account? No matter what the amount is, like somebody send me five dollars, yeah. it's like woo. When you just rent the money you forgot is the best one. Like when you yeah. randomly check your your Venmo or your cash app and you forgot you had bread in there. Man, let me tell you, that's like fighting. That's that's better than fighting money in your pocket. That's yeah. better than that. Yeah. Hey, shout out to the stock yeah. market rebounded this past week, man. If you was on that GameStop stuff, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get into GameStop. I didn't do it, but I couldn't do it. It was, it was up at like three hundred by the time I figured it out and I was like nah I ain't doing that that's stupid that's dumb <laughs> yeah people told me we could take it to a thousand no you can't yeah. Malik oh, uh, again listen oh uh, yeah sure <laughs> are we sure back <laughs> he got all the technical difficulties today wait what about Reed is Reed pro no no, no I'm, I'm good I'm cool we good Hey, we should, right. we should move on yeah. for, for something else happened. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, uh, this past week, I know Malik is going to be hyped to talk about this. Uh, this past week at the end of the main event on Dynamite, I kind of forgot what the main event was. It was uh, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus John Moxley, uh, Pac, and Ray Phoenix. Uh, at the end of this, it was Death a triangle. chaos going on. Uh, probably the most chaotic moment we saw was Kenta coming out hitting a GTS on John Moxley because he's tired of waiting. He wants the IWGP United States Championship. So he said, yeah, all right, I'm going to pull up on your show. Pull uh, up. You pulled up on my show, I'm pulling up on your show. This Boy. is wrestling. This How is wrestling. about a potential, potential AEW New Japan partnership? I don't think it's a partnership. Love it. I think it's just a one-off for now. But I did say that about Impact. We don't need no partner. We don't need no partnerships. They don't. He froze again. We don't need no partnerships. I, I'm yeah. I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the hype man for Malik when <laughs> when his system go out. So I just hype myself up. We don't need no partnerships, man. I, I, I don't know what deal. point he was gonna make after that. So I can't help him. <laughs> How you feel about it, Reek? Oh, let me tell you. I, I said it as soon as I saw it. And I, I I hate I hate doing this, but I'm just gonna go ahead out and put it out there and hope for the best. I'm definitely gonna watch AEW this week. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I say this frequently and they say something to take me right out of it, or they do something to take me right out of it. Oh, we done lost Malik. Oh man. Uh, they they do something to take me right out of my thought process out of doing it. But I, I don't care what it is, AEW is gonna be like on the list today. I'm, I don't, I can't, you know, drop NXT off, but I'm going to put my attention in AEW because I got to see this. Because now they, they got a tag team match coming up, right? Uh, Yeah, Kenny and Kenta versus John Moxley, I think Lance Archer. Yeah. Maybe. False count anywhere match. Yeah, we back. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, my yeah I got to, I got to, I got to watch it. I got to watch AEW this week. Uh, I just got to hope they don't fuck it up for me because I've decided to watch it. <laughs> And, and let me just get this out the way. Stop saying that WWE wasted Kenta. He was unhealthy and injured the whole entire time. He's what always they hurt. Like, it's, not, it's nobody's fault. It's, no, it's not WWE's fault. It's not Kenta's fault that he couldn't be healthy. He just wasn't healthy. He's healthy now. 
and he's prospering. He's doing good. It's, it's nobody's fault. Let's stop trying to push this narrative. It's just a bunch of people just probably just paired in what they want to hear and what they want to believe is true. And it's not true. We was there. We saw it happen. You saw him get hurt as he was looking to contend to, you know, who, who was champ at the time? Finn Balor? He was going to get Finn so, Balor yeah. Yeah, at yeah. one point. And he got hurt. He was, he was one of the first people to start getting attacked in the parking lot at NXT. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, shout out to Malcolm Bivens, too. Because oh, Malcolm yeah. Bivens <laughs> is literally the first person ever uh, to give a warning on, on, on the rosters or anything like that that actually gave a fair warning about the parking lot. He told Edge, like, listen, I heard you coming through. I'm just give you a fair warning. The NXT parking lot is a dangerous place to come through. Shout out to Malcolm for that because don't nobody else do that. No, big facts. He said he said in the car, listening to a little bit of Three Six Mafia, gently playing on the car speaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Shout out to Big Baller Bivens, man. We don't see him on TV enough, and that's a problem. Nah, I'm glad he's getting some TV time finally. But who the fuck is Tyler Rust? Like he kind of nice, <laughs> but. I agree. I agree. I, I do agree. Like he, he is. Like if you watch him wrestle, it's just the fact that all the personality is on Bivens. I don't know nothing about Tyler Rust other than just watching his matches. And if you don't care about him, you're probably not gonna care to watch his matches or pay attention to him. But I feel like Reek, you don't care about Tyler Rust because they haven't given us a reason to care about Tyler Rust himself. We care about his manager. So probably tune out during Tyler Rust matches because you just don't. I care. do. I do. Because what the fuck I'm going to do with kind of nice. Pay attention, though. He he is good. But he needs he needs some personality, though. Exactly. That That's one of the biggest things that does it for me. This dude, I, I don't have anything. I don't see nothing about him that I want to invest in before he gets in the ring. It's like, you're boring, bro. So it's like, he could from? be nice. Right, like he could be nice, but I'm like, what reason would I have to watch you if I don't see nothing intriguing at the time? Just because you got Malcolm Bivens with you, that that ain't gonna cut it. Put Bivens with Timothy Thatcher. Exactly. I said that weeks ago. I'm like, Thatcher can talk, but if you add, if you add somebody like a Bivens with him, that that goes over the top. You could put him in the main event title scene after that. Because Timothy Thatcher missing something as well. It's very hard to get invested in him. I don't know, man. I think his fighting is enough for me. But that's just me. That's you. But for on a on a cable television show, he, he need to connect a little bit more. That's what they need from that just straight up wrestling not gonna work. Too many fight pit matches. That's what I was going to talk about, too. That's what you can't always about. have a fight pit all the time because then we're going to get tired of seeing that all the time. Yeah, no, I understand that. But it's just like, it's some wrestlers like that where, yeah, you can give him a mouthpiece because he's just not going to have a personality because it's going to be like the almost a Lance Storm thing. Remember they trying to make Lance Storm have a personality? And he would just goofy. Do the cabbage patch. Yeah, doing that. Like, but, he would have to need somebody. Maybe like a Paul Heyman. Or like, like you said, uh, Malcolm. Put them but with see, him. but see, Stone Cold buried that. Like the man came out boy, in, front of, in front of the world Stone and Cold called him boring. He told the truth. He was boring. He was. He just was. He was. That's he, he was. A, he was a good wrestler. You know what I mean? But he was boring. 
So the best trainer. So yeah, that counts for something. Hell of a trainer. Lance Storm. Lance Storm was perfect dry humor though, because Lance Storm was hilarious. You go back and watch. 2001, 2002, he was funny as hell. Like, go watch him at WCW when he had all three of them belts and he made them all Canadian belts. Like, Lance Norman was, was, was very entertaining, was but it was more dry humor than just, like, out there. So a lot of stuff at that time was out there. So he didn't really get over it. Lance Norman would be more appreciated nowadays if he was the same person. Way more now. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that different different areas but no what i was saying about um the match that i want at mania this is one match that i thought of and it was tweeted by the wrestler matt riddle he said he wants bobby lashley in a fight pit match and i think i agree that would be perfect at mania something that most mainstream people probably have not seen yet a new concept and i think it'd be amazing because maybe you always need that one gimmick match. Yeah, we need something. Because I feel like they'd be afraid to take risks sometimes, too, though. Which is why I yeah. can't see them doing this. They, they'd be afraid to take risks a lot. And this is a good risk to take. I don't think it well, hurts anybody. In the both end. It doesn't work both guys are former MMA fighters. Like, yeah. You know, it brings the MMA right on in, in, into well, it. The other part of it is, and you know, I've said this a lot, is because so many of the pretty much all the pay-per-views have a gimmick attached to them so it's like yeah they run the risk of overkill if they add a gimmick match to to a big pay-per-view because it's like okay you got hell in the cell one month you got tlc you got money in the bank um you got stop naming these pay-per-views after a match right like it's just there's so much of that going on yeah yeah that 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 one pissed me off because how how are you gonna just you just gonna throw a bunch of people into multi-man it's matches. not even an attractive match type anyway it's really not yeah and it's just you had so many other great names you can still use yeah so it's like why not just use them right uh, and Malik, make those matches doing that what's up uh what 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 are, you, what are your thoughts on kenta uh showing up on dynamite your internet cut out so we didn't get the yeah, yeah, thoughts on it bro you know i love it you know, this this is me, you know, when the wrestling's cross promotions. I was thinking this too. We don't need it for the entire years. I think this should be like special moments out of the years where these guys work together. But I love it, man. I love it. I'm still wondering how he got here, but it's all he, he live here. He be, oh, he live here? Yeah, he live in Orlando. Does he go back and forth from here in, in, in Japan? Okay. But yeah, no, I love it, bro. Keep it up. Bring bring them all here. I want to see Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. That's you know. You know, that's what I'm seeing. Vince, I'm man. Tama to show up, man. As soon as Tama time to show up, stop stop working people because, like, your, your works aren't – they obvious works right now. So let's, let's stop that. Stop on social media, all the talk. Just be quiet. And it's – We know. We know. Already. And it's something, like, could you imagine, like, WCW and WWE working together in the 90s? Like, how much elevated wrestling would be right now? You know what I mean? How disappointing, how disappointing is exactly that was to me, like understand you gotta have competition, like it's necessary, but it also kind of hinders you. You know what I mean? Whereas like if they would have worked together, like maybe just want to see like a survivor series, and we could have got like a DX versus the NWO, that would have been amazing. Austin Goldberg, you know, just like 
it's so many fantasy matches we want to see. You know how big them there. egos were back in the day. You know, it, people weren't going to agree to put nobody over. Exactly. That, that was, was a problem, too. Part. Great thing about now, we don't have it now. You know what I mean? But some of the big egos are still some of the same guys trying to come back today and still wrestle and get put over. And we like, fuck out of here. No, we don't want to see you. Like I was saying, there's a reason why Edge can come back and there's still be, you know, backlash of like Edge being a champion and between Edge and like backlash now for some reason. Stupid. Yeah. 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 Whoever's talking, giving backlash, you're stupid, right? Like we don't, we don't acknowledge those people at all. Nope. You know what I mean? Because, because to me, Edge has unfinished business. Like Edge didn't get to really finish everything he was set out to do. Had his career taken away from him for 10 years. Yeah, it was a blessing for him to come back, bro. Like that was the blessing. It's not like he'd been sitting at home not wanting to wrestle. He couldn't. The fact that he get to come back and wrestle now is is different. He wasn't like, no disrespect to Goldberg. Love Goldberg. And he busted his ass in the gym. Yeah, yeah. and he he, he got his own ring at his house. Like He's serious about this. You know what I mean? He's going all over the place. And the other thing, too, that that pissed me off is that you're going to put him in a category with all these other part-timers. This man went to every single show on the week this this, 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 after just winning the Rumble. Every single show he went on the week. So it's like, if you would have just added one, and he had a match. He had a match with Randy. So it's like, don't 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 even give me that because the amount of time he put up in this week is more than most part-timers First match on on a single show. Uh, first match on Monday Night Raw since September 2010. Yeah, exactly. So I think the fact uh, that he's coming back and wrestling on Raw when he doesn't even have to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's he he back. He he back. But uh, I think exactly. uh, it's perfect to transition into the next question. Uh, he you know Edge popped up on Raw. That's where he that's where he's at. Uh, he was on NXT and he showed up back on SmackDown for the first last time we saw Edge on SmackDown. He was getting run down by Becky Lynch on the mic. Very embarrassing. Uh, but he was back on SmackDown for the first time since then. Who should Edge challenge at WrestleMania? Who should Bianca Belair challenge at WrestleMania? I think that well, one's kind of obvious. I'm going to say that, that one we already know. <laughs> that ain't the question. <laughs> um, Right now, it just depends on what show needs Edge the most. And to me... SmackDown. You think SmackDown needs the most? I think that story is I, there. I, I, I would say Raw, even though that would be. I mean, right. Raw, Raw does need uh, a shot in the need, arm. Yeah, yeah. Need I don't know if Edge is that shot in the arm, though. I feel like Edge is, man. Me personally, I think Edge is something different. Like, I love Drew, but like, it's not too many people there for him. Like, right now, it would be kind of weird for Bobby Lashley to lose his title, then him and Drew go against each other because to me, that's been obvious. I want to see Lashley as champion. And I can't but see him dragging a Sheamus feud out for two months either. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think that would be the only... That's future Hall of Famer Sheamus. Disregard any negative comments <laughs> said about Sheamus on this show last week. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Nigga said mid at best. Man. Oh. <laughs> mid at best, bro. I ain't never heard some some so disrespectful. About Seamus though. Right. Like, oh. Like that's not even nothing I would say about Bret Hart. Like Bret Hart wasn't me. I, I'll admit Bret Hart was very good in the ring. He had some great matches. One of my favorite matches of all time features Bret Hart. That's more so on his opponent, but 
still. He still features Bret Hart, though, so I can't deny it. Like, he had his role in it. Bret Hart was a great wrestler. I'm not going to call Bret Hart me because I don't like him. Mm-hmm. And and say he don't got no good matches. Come on now. But also part of the reason of it's kind of like WWE's mess up is it, it like I've been saying for a while now, it, it's time for some of the OG vets NXT call-ups. You know, as much as I like You're taking up the space Johnny, on that show. It's time, Johnny. It's time for you to come up. Tommaso, it's time. Well, see, I, I, they have I, don't, I don't mind Tommaso standing there and being being the, the vet there and putting guys over and working but with it's just, it's just your main your main roster needs people right now. Yeah. You're not going to push the guys there because Undisputed don't get wrong, you have talent. You have talent. They're just not really doing nothing with them. You're not going to do nothing with them. It's time to bring somebody up. The thing, that, the thing about it is like, Guys like Gargano and Ciampa, they got the same concerns that we do. Because, like, you know, exactly. Ciampa, Ciampa, his thing has been, like, the schedule and stuff like that. He doesn't want to be there, you know, right, right. night after night. You know, and that's not a problem right now. But it's like, they know, they understand how, how it works with, with the booking. It's like, a guy like Gargano can thrive in NXT, or Ciampa can thrive in NXT, but once he gets to the main roster, creative is going to look at them and be like, okay, uh, we don't have nothing for you right now, so you're going to be off TV for X amount of and weeks. That's, and that's a problem. Like that right. that's a that's a WWE problem, like where they have to fix that is you have to pay attention to your talent. You have this under, they've been tearing it up for years now. If they come to this main roster and you still don't know what to do with them, you need to be fired. Like you need to pack your shit, go can't fire, fire yourself. And this is you need to pass the torch then. Like <laughs> I'm just saying, if you don't know what and you're that, doing, and, and you that, have that's... you have gold and you fumbled the come on now. And that, that, that's one of the biggest issues I had when I found out that, you know, I, I don't know if it's 100% true or not, but they said Vince doesn't watch NXT. And it's like, how can that be when you are going to take control of these guys after, you know, anywhere from six months to a couple of years? It's like, what, why would you not watch what's coming to you at some what's point? What's the point of having it then? Like, what's the point of even having them have a TV show if you're not even checking for them? Right. What's the, I'm, I, I understand the bread, the money, but... At the same time, if they make you so much, it don't, money, make, it don't, it don't even make that much money either. Is it, it's, it's Triple H's project. Vince let him have it. He which him which, you know which is insane because they've been the best product for so much amount of time. But still. And, and, you know, you know, it's funny too, right? Now, nothing. There was no misses on the Royal Rumble's card. Can we agree on that? Yeah. You know who wasn't present at the show at all? Yeah, they said Vince wasn't here. He was at his, he was at his brother's funeral and everything like that. Like he was on the phone, but Triple H was running the whole show. They said they said he watched it on the network. Yeah, yeah. So he was like in touch with them, calling in. But Triple H was running the show from beginning to end, and the whole car slapped. So that's just it's that simple. It really. I mean, usually the pay per views go crazy though. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. But it's like. It's but, like you notice the more the more you don't see Vince backstage because I've heard I've seen like he's been missing a couple shows here and there, but um the more you just let let the right guys who know what they're doing, you know, right run the ship. Is it you show think it's the freedom? Weeks. Do you think it's the freedom they might get with that? No, he's still gonna check in and make sure it's going. You might have away a little bit of leeway. Still... That's part of it, but it's like. 
no, not knowing, knowing that um, you're not gonna have your ideas just spat out as soon as he shows up because it's like that. That's the big story that that came a couple months ago is that he shows up hours before showtime, just rips the whole script up and rewrites it. It's like, well, what was wrong with that script that you needed to just rip it up? What did you see yeah. so wrong that you felt like you had to destroy it and just redo the whole show? And it's like that's been a thing consistently for weeks. So it's like when you don't have the concern of that happening, it's like, well, maybe we can see something good happen. You never know. Yeah, like, like, let me circle back to the original question: Who should Edge challenge at WrestleMania? Yeah, um, I it, it's it's tough because that the you said Drew. The, the yeah, answer I, I Ron, come up Ron with. Needs him. Yeah, I okay. mean, what about you, Reed? In terms of opponent, like I would say Roman, just because it's like you got an easy that, story to tell right there. Right, like the the dynamic is right there, but at the same time, it's like that you risk a lot of backlash if Edge beats Roman for the title, and then at the same time, it's it's like it's like he said, Raw needs him more. They SmackDown does not need him whatsoever. Uh, they have plenty of guys that they can build up. They're yeah. building up Shinsuke. Um, let me see. Cesaro. Hey, look, I might be bi- call me biased, but him and Kevin Owens is fucking gold. I know it's been going on for too long, but these niggas are gold. Uh, no, but that's the thing. It's really not. It's really not like because I thought about that this morning. I'm like, yo, everybody would be worried about if Kevin Owens and Roman went another like month or so with this rivalry. Christian and Orton went like five straight pay per view matches. Yeah, and that was kind of tired the whole summer. But right. um, but it's getting close to Mania. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. we talked about last year, where it's like Mania. This is supposed to be your show. At technically, as a wrestling fan, this is supposed to be my peak excitement of the year. Of like, I can't wait. And honestly, the fact that we still don't know what we're doing yet is kind of like, okay, where are we going with this? Like, I don't feel like they really know what they're doing for it yet. So, um, yeah. But they have a lot of guys. Like I still, I still see a lot of potential on Chad Gable, Big E, even. You know what I mean? He's still coming up. Where the hell is Alistair Black still? <laughs> I thought he would have showed up last week. But, uh, <laughs> no, it's crazy. I, I, I lost hope of seeing him on TV again. I've, but, but you know, I, I've come to the conclusion it, it's more than likely we'll see both of the, him on Dry Day, probably the Raw after Mania and the SmackDown right. after Mania, more than likely. Because at this point, it's like, I hope so. Man. You can't put them in anything specific right now going into Mania. So it's like, just they can the, have them in the, the show drink. after. You could, Not gonna lie, you could. I thought I thought Humberto Carrillo was hurt all this time, but me too. You know, once I seen him chasing that twenty four seven title, it really pissed me off. But yeah. that's another yeah, thing. Like, another thing for another time. Let me let me state my piece on this, and we, we can move on to the next subject. Uh, Edge, I want to see that. I, I I'm with you, Reek. Raw needs a shot in the arm. That story is there with Roman, so I'm just be the person to say I want to see him face Finn. I know they're not going to do it. He'll probably never show his face on NXT ever again after this past week, but that's fine. He might but, because his wife down there, Maybe. Right? Yeah. His, his wife but, down there. But, but not just that. Like, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of guys he wants to work Beth with. Beth Phoenix. Like Gargano, Ciampa. Hall of Famer uh, Beth Phoenix. We, we don't call her the girl. We don't call her his wife. It's Hall of Famer Beth Phoenix, y'all. That's true. Which that's which true. is his wife still. It is. <laughs> I'm sorry. We, 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 we recognize who his wife is. 
Yeah, Hall of Famer. Who yeah. is his wife? Yeah. Also. <laughs> yeah, no, but like you, you might, you, you very well could see him down there again because you know there's a lot of talents that down at least go down there and have a match, have a match down there. Yeah. Right. But if not, that would be a perfect story to bring one of them up. And, and I like that. And cross too. You see the, the interaction with Cross. Oh yeah, exactly. And that that that's that's another reason I was I could see. And Cross is on action match. figure too. Shout out to Vegas. Hey. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. Oh, uh, that that's another reason why I could definitely see him going for the NFC title. Like, cause if, if somehow like Cross could get his hands on the title before Mania weekend, Edge and Cross for the title, I'm with that 100. percent Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of guys that he wants to work with and. I like I love that he said uh, in his promo, he's like, you know, a lot of what we do focuses on the E on the other shows, but this is the one that focuses on, on the, the w, second w. the wrestling. So it's like with that, that mindset. I think I think that's why it's like we get a different approach with Edge compared to these other legends where people don't mind Randy, people don't mind Jeff, because these guys are still wrestling and being entertained. They're from the to me. The best era of wrestling is with the ruthless aggression. We got entertainment and we got amazing matches. You put them together. Oops, sorry. You put them together. Come on now. You can still do it now, but it's like they don't know what they're doing. Really, it doesn't seem like. You know. That's right. When you when you put when you put a guy like that in with these guys who like treat NXT like their proving ground, that's a recipe for magic. Any given day. Yeah. And like WWE is not the only one because AEW got me kind of scared with this Cody and Shaq thing. I feel like it's just like a huge waste of time. And, and <laughs> I really hope they don't do it. Like it's, 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 it brings up my point again. Well, I no, said I'm gonna watch oh. AEW this week, <laughs> but I feel I feel it in my heart. They're gonna do something to piss me off Bro, as soon as I do. And you know me, like everybody know me about AEW, but that wedding this week was Three packs of ass. It was, was kind of bad. Was, it was kind of bad. I, I it like, was I, terrible. It was. I, I pop. I, listen, I pop for for Father we James Mitchell. The entire thing. Yeah, yeah. He was the best part of that wedding. Got a pop for yeah. James Mitchell. One. Here's, <laughs> here's my here's my main issue with that. Miro. This Miro. Oh, the same guy. <laughs> the same guy who hid in a cake at his ex wife's wedding. You didn't think to check the cake at this wedding <laughs> to see if somebody would be in there. And he mentioned it. You took it everywhere but the cake. I will say he had a sense of awareness and I, I, I laughed because they did it. Uh, when they said, uh, you know, speak now forever, hold your peace. He cut that shit off like right at the jump because he remembered, you know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> the last situation like that you know what I'm saying, that we got real awkward. So he had a moment of awareness. I'll give him that, but it was still trash. Still trash. Yeah. They should never do that again. It ain't a wrestling wedding without chaos, though. But it was just so, pre- it was so predictable and, like, it was, it was, yeah, it was just like, come on. They were orange casualty popped up. I forgot they always feuding. I did, too. Friend. So I was like, huh? Like, why they supposed to have this wedding, like, weeks ago, months ago? Like, Congrats to Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford, though. Please let Kip Sabian wrestle more. Please. 
And stop like, this our, shit with Miro. Y'all, 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 Tony Khan went on Twitter or wherever he was at and he said Miro was abused in WWE. And that's just not true. He getting abused where he at. He he in a much worse position. Yeah. Yeah, he it it doesn't look too too different right now. Like it yeah. It's kind of worse. That, that, and that, that 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 bothers me a lot. Cause uh, all right, we just, we 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 yeah, yeah, we, 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 getting off track. Uh go ahead. Bianca, <laughs> who who should Bianca challenge? And I think we all we probably say 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 Sasha, Bianca is just money. But I saw someone say something earlier that we, we got two months to build to this. Have Sasha and Bianca win the tag titles. And then Sean and John Cena. Something like that. If you're not gonna have Sasha be a heel, I think Sasha turning heel is kind of obvious. And I don't think that should go in that direction just yet. Have return heel after Mania, but having them kind of just be on the same page. But it's that tension there. It's, it's Sasha saying, look I'm, look, I'm better than you. I'm the veteran. I've been around here longer. You, you just got here. You don't really I mean, know they how might as well. They, they really ain't doing nothing else with these tag team titles. No, nah, there was, was no point putting them back on Shayna and, and Nia Jax. There was, no point ta- there was no point taking the titles off of them in the first place. There's just no point in ever since Sasha and Bailey lost those belts, it's just back doing the same shit. It was they, they don't have any legitimate women tag teams. I will like, Lana and Naomi is not a mix. But I'm trying how, to push that. How Stop putting about, Lana in tag teams with people? Like just let her do her thing. Like yeah. Put on well, later. Well, well listen, Try listen. To see they, they 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 got a whole reclamation project to do with Lana. So that, that's a whole different story. But how about did she ever get divorced? Yeah, they just, I don't know. Bobby, yeah, her and Bobby yeah, still did. legally married. No, nah, they, they got they got divorced in story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They gotta. <laughs> they just gotta stop stop pussyfooting and just put the tag team titles on the actual right tag squad. team that they have. Thank you. Like, stop giving them 50-50 booking. Build them up. Just uh, they figure out what you want to do with the Billy K stuff too. Right. Right. Because it's it's criminal how how they doing her right now, and she she's doing more entertainment sitting in a chair in in the twenty five seconds that she's on TV, yeah. But it's like just just build the team up, the actual team you have, and it could be the next pay per view, it could be Fastlane, let them win the tag team championships, and then you can create some more tag teams around them. Who whoever wins the Dusty Cup Classic. Could challenge for the, the women's tag team championships. You don't, they haven't put nothing to that yet. They just giving them a cup. You know and what I'm saying? Keep them more as more long. Like don't just have them three months as a tag team and then they split. Like yeah. we need actual tag teams, right? You know, like not. Hey, I'm just here because we don't have nothing else for you. We need actual tag teams. Yeah. But Bianca and Sasha winning that right now, having a whole tournament in NXT. So take yeah. one of them teams. Take a few and of them, few of them, and let's make a whole. Most of them, everybody down there qualified for the titles anyway. So let's have the damn belts appear on NXT more often than they do. Yeah, mm-hmm. they appear on the show where the champions be at. The champions don't roam. Only champions to roam have been Sasha and Bailey. Yeah, and they went across all three shows to do it. 
But I, honestly, yeah. they I, I don't think they need that Bianca and Sasha. I think I've said I said this at nauseum. Sasha is not believable as a face. I I know I never bought into it. I don't. She came out on national TV to you know work a leg injury, a knee injury when she had that that feud with Sasha. It was like okay. late late twenty six no late twenty sixteen. Uh, she came out Charlie. to like feign yeah yeah when she was like feigning like she was gonna retire stuff like that. Nobody gave a shit. That is when you know you can't cut it as a face, and there's nothing wrong with that. Randy can't cut it as a face either. That, he does his best work as a heel. That's fine, yep. but we 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 gotta we gotta make that transition, make that little pivot, and get Sasha back on the heel side. And just, it just it's gonna write itself at that point in time. Like it has to be something, a moment. Like they could tag up for for something. Maybe they could challenge for the titles. And when they don't win, Sasha could turn on her, something like that. But they don't. I don't think they need to have the titles to do it. I just think it needs to be a moment, kind of like how Bailey turned on Sasha. You just have to find the right moment, pull the trigger, and then you got your rivalry right there. Like you can have Sasha make the choice for Sasha. But it was side nigga Reggie. That too, I would I wouldn't be mad at that honestly, like I, I don't I don't know why he inserting himself in conversation that don't got nothing to do with him, right. but like Sasha the the way that that Sasha is the chemistry that they could have if they if they put that together would be dope as fuck, cause like he does he don't do a lot of talking with Sasha with uh, Carmelo and you know, I mean that that's fine he's just kind of there, but if you really like let him get into his like character and stuff like that. What hit the way him and Sasha could play off of each other, they could like they could make Sasha a monster going into WrestleMania for Bianca to face her. Like you could make this match way bigger than it already could be. Facts. Yep. Preaching. Preaching. Hey, uh, I wanna I wanna get into this, man. You know, it's Black History Month as it is every February. We are three black men in America. We are black wrestling fans. So I want to have that conversation, man. I, I would have liked to have more people on here, but we still got a whole month left. So yeah. we good. We good. But uh, let's talk about, man, us as Black wrestling fans, our experience. Uh, it's just started off, man. What what really just led you to see, like, I, I always was watching wrestling, but one thing that actually got me into watching it was a Black dude on my TV dressing nice, wearing nice silk shirts, talking jive, talking about the rock. That was my dog. I said, I said talking jive. Yes, I did. I said talking jive. I said that's that right. shit. That's right. He was talking jive. That's, that's what it was. He was talking that shit. He was talking that shit. Yeah. And it was cool. And I was just like, that's dope. Rock is my dude. He the one. That's right. Yo, so you know, I think we definitely coming up on my one year because I remember having this conversation with y'all a year ago. Um, definitely, but it's around yeah. that time. I don't remember yeah. exactly, but if, if not, it's already passed. Yeah, it's probably already passed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, no, nah, definitely. I think Rock was was easily first because you know by the time I got into it, he was already you know with uh, Nation Nation yeah. domination. He was standing out as the guy, and he was getting ready to take off. But then you also have Farouk. Uh, I, I don't. You, you don't. You don't find a lot of fond stories about him. But I met Johnson, 
you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, guys like that really, you know, you saw them and were like, okay, all right, so this is all inclusive. I can, I can fuck with this right now. But yeah, like once you really, once you really dig into it, and you know, there's so many, there's, it, it's, there's, there's a lot more, you know, diversity and inclusiveness. It's like you, you appreciate it more, especially you know, nowadays too. Like, yeah. and, and I know Big E brought that up uh, a while back. Like, you're saying there's so much more talent now than it was before, at least that we we can see, and that's putting themselves out there. Uh, I remember also first time I found out about TNA was I seen R Truth when he, you know he was going by his, his real name down there, Ron Killings. Yep. He was just like, hey, you got this this black dude down there just. And he was the world champion. Break dancing. He was he was NWA champion. The only one, the only one still. (laughs) Nineteen years to this day. (laughs) That is dope. Facts. I don't know who else you could do it, but it's been it's probably it's it's a reason why I've really never cared about that title. So yeah, yeah. It's been more black WWE champs than than NWA. Yep. That's just one, but there's still more. There's <laughs> <laughs> still more. That's why uh, where are we Hall- going with this? That's why Truth Hall of Famer, with? though. Yeah. Oh, big facts. First ballot. Like, just off of that alone. I Not honestly most thought, like, all time too. I honestly thought he should have took it off the scene, like, at least once in 2011. Because that was, they were going to do it. Dope well, ass I, I think work. that's when he got suspended, they didn't want to do it no more. Yeah. Like, this man, this man was out in the crowd smoking a cigarette. <laughs> like that's some great he character was a work, man. He was oh, straight up committed. They let him do it too. This is going smoke out there. That's crazy. Uh who should have been world champion? The, the future. Yeah, we're gonna talk about the future. Really. Let's talk about those who, who uh, should have been world champ. Who was somebody you was watching? And you just like, man, this dude has so much potential and then they just never cashing in on it. I'm gonna say one, not just because he's been on here before, but Elijah Burke. Jokey, oh. Jokey Joe. Oh, who? New Jack. <laughs> hey, could you imagine if he was somebody <laughs> top champion? Just, I'm, I'm just gonna co-sign with this because I don't want no smoke. Yeah, yeah, New Jack. You know what I mean? Yeah, at least should have him get in ECW for like a month, maybe a yeah. couple weeks. I believe, I believe Shelton Benjamin should hold it at Sheldon. one point in time. And, and speaking of people who should have been ECW yes. champion, at least Shelton Benjamin, he was down there. He was doing his thing. He broke Kofi Kingston's undefeated streak when he first debuted. He was looking good. I thought they, he feuded with Christian, if I, I mean, remember correctly, when Christian was ECW champion. I mean, they could have had him, had him do a little short stint when he beat Triple H that one time. And he, you know, like, like they did Jericho, like, uh, what was it? Well, no, no, the Jericho had to switch it back to the same night. But I'll give him for like a week or two with the world heavyweight, big gold. And then, yeah, I think they should have. He was fired. What was that, 05? That was, I think he was, was fired back in 05. That was 04 Shout when he Benjamin. beat Triple H, but Triple H wasn't yeah, champion yeah. at the time. That was a he who should not be named was champion. At oh, time. yeah, yeah. That's right. Redacted. Definitely should have beat him. Uh, but, Bobby uh, Lashley, it's overdue. Yeah. Of course. He was world champion in TNA, but we nobody saw it. Not, not, yeah, people. Nah. 
wasn't looking at. Sure. Oh man. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm still I'm gonna still climbing for last year. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna say this one because he did win the world title, but the time that he should have was, was different because. I'm about Big Z. No, no, no. I'm talking about book. Oh, book. Yeah, book. Because. At Mania 19. Don't, don't get me started He on was that. the five time. Look, five time. Five time. You know. <laughs> I mean, listen, that that build up, I just, just looking back on it now, I mean, anything I, I short of winning years, I was the belt. 10 years old and I knew that shit wasn't right. Yeah. Hadn't even hadn't yeah. even lived nothing yet. Like, just barely knew about race or anything at that time. And even I knew at the time, I was like, the shit ain't right. Yeah, bro. Like, it, the, all of that, anything short of him winning the belt was criminal. But it's not just the fact that he didn't win the belt. It's the fact that the man hit his finisher on him and took 30 about 30 years to get over to him, pull, just get his arm over and pin him. Like, that's like insult to injury, throwing salt in the wound. That's terrible. And they didn't even close the show, so there's no reason why he couldn't have won the belt that night. Yeah, y'all see, uh, book book said he would come back and do a match in Saudi Arabia versus Triple H to get his win. <laughs> they would do it too. They would. They hella would. Uh, Last time ever, Booker T and Triple H. Ooh. I don't know nobody that really want to see that. In Saudi Arabia, they might do a spinner Rooney in front of them. Rooney, see, like, never seen the spinner. Uh, there have been there have been too many atrocities committed in Saudi Arabia in a wrestling ring that I'm just I, I have did y'all, PTSD did y'all at this watch point. that that show the the special they had oh the India remember? show I didn't the yeah. India show yeah it was pretty cool it was it was one dude on there he got a good look but I I don't see because he, he green are, the, are they signed to WWE yeah they all NXT uh, trainees. Cause they they supposedly starting this NXT India, so they all gonna be yeah yeah, huh? yeah NXT India yeah it's it, it, it's for, it's for it's for Indian fans. There's so many Indian wrestling fans out there. They huge. They they rock with us on on YK Wrestling on Instagram for sure. Cause I, I check the insights and we get a lot of hits from India. So. I hope they use these these residents. I hope they get some good some good stuff down there. They will in any season. Anyway, Prime time should have won the tag team championship. Oh, don't get me started on that. Yeah, you heard the story. Get started when they got fired. Get started. Yeah, y'all hear about that story when they got fired? They got I've fired. I've never heard the story. I've never heard the story. All right, man. Let me. I don't want to tell the wrong story. So don't, let me don't. go to the to the trusty Google machine. And try to find out exactly what happened. I think JTG explained it in an interview a few years back. You know, so I'm you know gonna, it's funny too. I just I just watched the Raw in 06 when they pinned Spirit Squad when they was the World Tag Champions, and I'm like, yo, the pop. Why man. didn't y'all capitalize on that? Like, it was their debut too. Brooklyn. All right, so uh, here, here's what happened. So uh, I'm I'm gonna read something. JTG explained it. He said. When they got fired, they got fired back in September 07, about a year after they initially debuted. Uh, He said they had been released because of a rib that had gone wrong. 
uh, the former champ, well, the, they were the current champs at the time, Kata Murdoch pulled a rib at a live event and left them in the ring where they had uh, been supposed to go over in the match. So thinking of a way to, to get the crowd hot and leave the crowd hot, Shad decided uh, to hit their finish, the, the G9, on the referee. And so JTG said, when I rolled back in the ring, Shad had the ref on his shoulders. So I'm thinking it's cool. I hit the ropes, hit our finish, get the crowd back up. Shad wanted to sell the referee's belt to somebody in the crowd, auction it off to him. Uh, that's their gimmick. And everything. <laughs> so yeah. uh, they said they sold the referee's belt. And uh, apparently that was the wrong thing to do. So they said they get backstage and Barry Wyndham, the, one of the producers, uh, at the time, he says, I need to talk to you and Shad. Uh, well, talk to Shad. Uh, JTG said, I'm going along because we're the team. And he says, I don't need to talk to you, just Shad. So he's like, oh, this can't be good. Uh, Shad gets his gear pulled off, and then John Cena uh, ripped them a new one. And the next day, they got called into the room by John Laronitis, and he let them go. And they were gone for about six months. And they came back, and they never had any any success and uh, Shad turned on his partner randomly on an episode of SmackDown and rarely saw them ever again. RP Shad. That pissed me off. Because it was like they, they that's not the type of tag team you split up and have a feud with each other. It just it, it didn't work. It was never gonna work. They've never even won the, the championship. Like what what was the point never. of that? That was frustrating. I agree with him. Uh, Sheldon, uh, I said Elijah Burke, he should have just did more with him in general. Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Even Big Z. Uh, I thought they could have did something with Zeke as well. But they tried to make, like I said a few weeks ago, they tried to make him be Ahmed Johnson a little bit too much. Well, look, the problem was they put him in the court. Yeah. That that's that's where you fucked up. Like you don't you don't like, bring this already guy got buried. in. Yeah. You don't you don't go bringing this guy into to just be a heavy in a faction after he had already been a heavy for a whole different dude that's like half his size. Like nah, you let the, let him rock on his own and just just do his thing because he was ECW champion. One you know of the last he, champion. Then he, yeah, and then he won the IC belt. So it's like he was doing his own thing, but it's like you you bringing him into this this you know NXT 2.0 like uh, Nexus 2.0 like nah, don't do that. That's where you fucking up. Yes, sir. I'm pretty sure there's much more other people that we just forgot to mention. Not even world champions. Just, just giving them a better shot. Yeah. So I'm, I like what they're doing with the hurt business. Yeah. Don't break them up. Like, keep teasing the tension, but yeah. just don't break them up. I don't even like teasing the tension. Yeah. This just got finished like <laughs> two months ago. They just put together a four-man team not even yeah. two months ago. And you already putting these teases about <laughs> Cedric going off the rails. Like, bro, he was well, the last man to get in. I'm going to say why I, I like that. Because he's never experienced this much success in the company before. He's never been a part of this. He don't know how to act. So if, if you just have him kind of do his thing, let them whip him into shape a little bit, and just carry on from there, just don't. Don't mention it anymore. Just let him, you know, let him get them growing pains out the way. But don't break them up. Yes, yeah, no, I, I, do. I know, I know. I don't even like teasing it. Like just, just let this rock. I yeah, call I just this make look strong, man. 
I call this the black. Good, good. I call this the black evolution prophecy for a reason. Like the the faction, it's it's more about the evolution aspect of it than the black aspect of it. Like yeah, they all black, but evolution was built to create these two new stars for the future. Batista didn't find his footing yet. You know what I'm saying? He needed the right gimmick that was going to take him over the top. Randy was not green by any stretch of imagination, but he needed to be in the right position to to be built up for success. Lashley didn't find his footing as his gimmick. The wrestling aspect was fine, but his gimmick needed the footing. Uh, And Cedric, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't being... He was a success in 205 Live, but main roster, it was like, okay, he's not in the right position to succeed. So then you have these two guys that come out to, you know, bring them into this faction and build them up properly. Triple H was the mouthpiece. He was the head guy. He was also the, the, the world champ at the time. MVP is not a world champ, but he's the centerpiece. He's the mouthpiece. He's the guy doing all the talking. And Shelton Benjamin is your Ric Flair. He is not a 16-time world champion, but he is the most tenured veteran out of all four of them. He is the the one that they can learn the most from. So you put them together, and you ultimately, at some point, they all got to hold the gold. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be yeah, – it's Black History Month. That should, it would have been the perfect time to do that. With with me, the way they could do that is uh, – because, like I say, Cedric, he's the future. So I feel like him being in the, the singles mid-card, like him having the U.S., Bobby having the top in – MVP and um, Sean Benjamin being the tag team champs, I think that would be a perfect way to have all of them have some gold. Oh, yeah, yeah especially especially now it's like if they don't if they don't you know keep the chemistry together between him and Shelton, it's like okay, just reposition him. Like all right, you go after the IC title or the US title, yeah. you know, MVP and Shelton can hold down the, the tag titles, and lastly you go after the WWE title. And, and that could be but, a good way to give him some personality, like saying like yo. I want to be that single star. I'll, hey, let me try this on my own. Like that could be a way to give his character something to for people to look interested. You know what I mean? Like I, I proved to y'all can wrestle on in a, on two hundred five live. Like let me show that. You know what I mean? Like what do y'all think that, about that? what do y'all think about Naomi joining the her business? Wait, for, I don't know what they're waiting for to make it happen. Honestly, wouldn't mind it. Cause what, what, well. the is, what, what the hell is what the hell is what's tagging with Lana gonna do for you? Nothing. Like, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that we seen her, you know, after a rumble because she she showed up last year at the rumble. We didn't see her since. You know what I'm saying? So she got hurt again that, after a couple months. Like after WrestleMania, she got hurt again. She was out the whole year. That's right. That's right. But um, yeah. No, I I, I don't see the, the the purpose in tagging her with Lana. I don't see the purpose in what they've been trying to do with Lana for months. But listen, Naomi, if you're not going to you know, have her, you know, align with her husband in the family storyline over there on SmackDown, then she'll be out of place. Get her in, uh, right. So just just put her in the hurt business. She can go. You she's already a former champion. You just build her up, you know what I'm saying? In the group. She can go after the women. You can make the, the black evolution prophecy be doing shit anyway. It hits. So. Oh, that's a that's a, that's gonna be a rant one of these days. Oscar Trust and believe. have her go against a heel Naomi with the hurt business is simple. Just go ahead and, and, and do it like that because you're not doing nothing else. It like Malik always say, it writes itself. Uh I want to talk about the future, man. Uh, the, the future of black wrestlers. So many black wrestlers out there on the indie scene. 
I don't want to name everybody off. There's just so many different people, but we see them all the time. Shout out to Chris Bay. Chris Bay. Uh, just, just probably, yep. I don't even know if I would consider him indie at this point. He on television every single week, but he's still wrestling on the scene a little bit too. He everywhere. He, he everywhere. Word. But that that's 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 the one part of the future. I think that's somebody that has so much potential, and I, I'm glad he's where he's at right now. Because I think if he would have joined WWE last year, he would have just been stuck on 205 Live. If that, probably wouldn't have got on TV that much. But there's so much potential there in the character, in the charisma, just the total package. The moveset is there. And he, he in Vegas. He, he a cool dude, too. So. Yes, sir. Met him. I actually met him. Yeah, we met him. I've only met him once. We met him uh, backstage at a at, at Versus. Yeah, shout out to shout Versus. Shout out Versus, which is a black owner owned yes. wrestling company. It is. We have to give them they love. Shout yeah, out shout, to them. Shout shout the West. Who gives us love? You know what I mean? Shout out to Beast of Butcher. I think Beast of Butcher did. <laughs> he he died when he, he fell off that ladder after getting oh, his head yeah. cracked with that bottle. Which he has some great photos of on his page. Oh, speaking of photos, don't don't you have some uh, words that you wanted to you know get off your chest? Oh man, no, I just I'm just mad Malik deleted my photos on accident. That's all. Oh, actually, no, (laughs) I I have them right here. Oh, he got them. He wasn't gonna tell me. I forgot to tell you. I knew I had them right now. (laughs) We gonna take a break on the show. Send them to me right now. They're unedited, but I have them. I'll edit. <laughs> I'll do it. I got you. Oh, no, got you can still. You. Hey, you can still. I don't know. No. Oh man. Right. Yes. Send me the raw ones right now. I'm gonna see you right now. Yeah. See, I deleted them off the memory card, but they were still on my computer. Yeah. Because I like when I told you when I seen I deleted them, I was like, man, I know I did delete these. Like I know I just didn't blatantly delete my partner's pictures. Like he and need this, these. Like disregard I, everything I said about Malik last week. <laughs> oh man, he, he let off a good. Off the top, he let off a good me like I thought, man. We he good. let off a good thirty seconds, like yo, because my partner on the podcast just deleted the photos that I had. And bro, you see, I mean, shout out to my photographer, man. I'm still taking you up on that offer, though. Duh, man, whatever you need, bro, just hit me. Bet. Hey. Like I don't charge y'all like I charge other people. Get, get that homie disc. Keep that on the hush. Anyway, I got a question. Hey, hold on, well, well, real quick. Let me let me talk about some more oh, black features. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I like the potential of Powerhouse Hobbs. I just like how he looking. Yeah. There. Uh, yeah. Let me, see, let me see you don't get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, just don't get lost mm-hmm. in the shuffle. One, they got a lot. They got a lot. Private party, they, they kind of. This, this partnership with Matt Hardy, they turn heel, so I'm starting to care about him a little bit. Yeah, and Eddie doing things in Impact, so I think that that give him a little boost yeah. too. They got a lot yeah. of teams to work with it's, in Impact. Yeah, just get swerved back on track, please, and thank you. Yeah, he's doing his doing thing right down there. Right uh, I think I want to say Bronson Reed Reed is black. Is Bronson Reed black? Uh, I think he's Australian, but uh, that's his nationality. But is he black? Yeah, yeah I, I, everywhere. I have no idea. <laughs> low, low key, he looks Samoan, so I don't. I don't know for sure. 
don't know. We, we'll keep we'll keep we'll keep an eye out on that one. But him too. I, I like I like the potential of Bronson Reed. I think he black because he, he posts a lot about social issues and stuff, which don't mean nothing, but it just seemed like the way he talk about it, it seemed like he he talk about it like he directly affected, so he might be a little bit, a little bit black in there somewhere. And of course, Bianca. Of course, Bianca. Bianca ain't even future. Bianca's here, bro. Yeah, she's the president. Bianca's the president. Yeah. She, she right now. But but right. just long term, she she got it. Total package. And they they seem to go all in on her, so hopefully that's the case. Uh, what question do you have, Malik? All right, they're about the tag team titles, WWE. What's up? Mel, is it time to merge them? I'm not, I don't, I don't, I don't want a brand split. Like, I mean, like, like to bring the one brand, big brand back together. I don't, I, I think they're far, still pretty far from doing that. Um, I remember seeing they was going to debut a new design two years ago. They should they should make a new design and just merge them. Because they made a new design, they just never put it on TV. What was it like? Dolphin and, and Rude, like you know, what are they doing? They got new music. That, that, it's trash. It is, and that, that that was the point I was going to get to about it. It was time to merge them several months ago because yeah. you've gone. I, I know. Yeah, you have some teams that are like that. You know, Jimmy hasn't been healthy and everything like that. So the Usos right. have been out. And then you know, Eric got had um, neck surgery and everything like that. So the the Viking Raiders out the picture. Yeah, yeah. So it's like a, a lot of teams haven't been healthy, so you've been short a little bit. But even with that, on two separate brands, this is we're not talking about you know oh five oh six where you had steady teams and rotations. You got a limited amount of teams, plenty of depth, but a limited amount of teams to the point that you have to create them, like literally just from from the dirt. And couple that with the fact that Vince don't really give a damn about tag teams. It's like, listen, there's nothing wrong with saying you have one set of tag team championships and that that allows for, you know, more possibilities. Like we could have seen New Day versus Street Profits across either of the brands, regardless of, you know, which side they were on. Robert because series. it's like, okay, one set of tag teams, one set of tag titles, you know what I'm saying? And, and that, that that's something you could do, you could do at Survivor Series. It's like, you could have a tag team title match at Survivor Series. You know what I'm saying? Winner takes one, all. A team, yeah, a team from Raw, a team from SmackDown, whatever. Like, there, there's more possibilities to freshen up the tag team title scene with what you have if you just merge them together. Because yeah. it's like, the dolphin, dolphin, Ziggler, uh, Zig, um, dolphin, uh, root, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm starting to call him Rudolph, <laughs> Rudolph, <laughs> yeah. It's like this, this team, it really I, I, bugs I did, me I, when you got I, two guys. Real quick disclaimer I did not come up with the name Rudolph, other podcasts did not get that from me. Well, I, I said it, I said it thinking I came up with it first, but somebody already said it before me, so I'm gonna give that person their credit because I think it's only right. But you, you may have heard it from me, but I didn't come up with it. First time I heard it was from Matt. I said it on here. Matt said he got it from us. I said it, nah. but yeah. not thinking that first Simon Miller said it first. So Simon Miller said it first, not me. Uh, you may have heard I it. 
But get I heard it from Matt before I heard it from Simon, so I don't know. I heard it from me before I heard it from Simon. Simon said it first. But yeah. I but um yeah not like it, it really it gets on my nerves when you see two guys who can thrive so much better in the mid card if you just book them the properly like rude rude was great in nxt if you just watch what he did over there it's it, 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 i'm gonna be real he was kind of boring crazy Aside from the, the glorious and the theme, he was kind of boring in NXT. I am not going to hold you. But they didn't, barely they watching even, NXT at that time too. They didn't even they didn't even attempt to get into that when he got on the main roster. They just made him a, a plain old baby face, and yeah. it's like that's not it. He that's was a heel last time we saw him in NXT. Was he not? Yeah. Ain't he a heel now? He a heel now. He, he's a heel now, but he's in the tag team. It's like. Yeah. It's it's not work like they did. They didn't go all it's in. It's not on James property. Storm. We don't need tag team, right? Because James one James exactly. Storm teaming with Chris Saban is weird as hell. Yeah. Like let's not do that too much longer, because <laughs> that's just odd. After after seeing them be separate in in other tag teams all these years in TNA, so probably the two best tag teams in TNA history. Two of their members are partners. It just don't seem right. Stuff, bro. Like, if, if they could sign James Storm, even if it was just for a year, like a year contract, and just let him and Rude become he a tag team, to be had that, they had. I'm about to say yeah. they had him at one point, but I, I don't know what happened. That was his fault. But Rude wasn't signed back then, you know, because nah, he, he went back nah. to be a tag team with Rude. Money. I'm just saying they could try and make a little push for it now, just to you know get get to one help your tag team division. Two, yeah. hey, might put a little money in their pocket, get people interested in Rude again. Why not? You know I'm sorry I, about I, your I, damn I, love. No, I, you, like if that's in front of a live crowd, hell, it, it, just say they in NXT. That pops crowd gonna know, know who they are, so it's not. Boy, that room oh, yeah. is gonna like. I just so. I, I hate that that Dolph get, gets regulated to this shit because it's like Man. they didn't they didn't they he never went that's what he all wants. in. That's what he wants. Yeah, but it's like, but it's because he knows they'll never go all in on him like they did, like they could have. What, what he doesn't was it? know what he wants. So like, like, like eight years ago, where it, where the iron was hot, they didn't go all in on him. He got, he got hurt. He got concussed. Yeah, we know that. But then he came back, and then it's like, okay, you're a mid card guy, and you're a tag team guy. Then it's like we have, we give you the off, you know, world title match here and there, but then that's it. You won't get back to it. Survivor Series was another chance, another chance to really jump on it, and they didn't do it. So it's like, I, I don't and know, what, man. Like I've said before, you don't need a title for people who have interest in you. It's what right. are they doing with these guys? Like, if you're not doing nothing, they're just doing the same old boring thing. Like, to me, it just seemed like they have, like, one or two focus, and everybody else is like, oh, all right, we'll, we'll do this, what can we do with that? With them? Me, personally, I feel like Vince uh, appoints one person to, like, each – like somebody should be in charge of the main, the head guys, then the tag team, and then the mid carders, and then he could just oversee what everybody else is doing. You don't have oh, to like, 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 right? Like most actual companies usually work. Sure, I mean, I think that would <laughs> take a lot of stress off people and make stuff just easy. And maybe, maybe, make maybe have a, a better corporate structure like most other companies. Just have yeah. other departments. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't something. Enjoy your life, man. You got grandkids, and everything. Enjoy your grandkids. Shoot. Not worrying about 
Hey, Vince <laughs> got hella grandkids, bro. Got hella grandkids. I'm about to say, yeah. like, we got like seven. I think so, yeah, because Hunter and Steph got four. I know Shane got three boys. So they got yeah, four? Yeah. I thought they had three. Yeah, I think I, I think I thought it was four girls. I thought they had three daughters. I don't know. Oh, you got a lot of grandkids, man. Yeah. Hell of a lot. Like, I don't, I don't, God forbid, not gonna wood, Vince pass away. I don't want to see him pass away still stressing about a 24 7 championship, like, like, or who's the top competitor? Like, no, bro, you're solidified. Your company's never, he's not, he not stressing about that. He just signed his uh, billion dollar deal in the last three years. He, he got money. Oh, yeah. He don't care about none yeah, of the creative stuff no more. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's why I feel like you should just appoint somebody to that. You know what I mean? We we get it. You don't care because you a billionaire. And you get to live your life. That's cool. But we fans. We want to see something. You know what I mean? And you can appoint somebody to that. Yo 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 stock yo yo the the stockholders. If they not watching wrestling, I don't give. A, I don't care about them neither, bro. Like we understand y'all money. But if y'all want to make money, y'all making enough decent money now. But imagine making decent money on top of a great product, which makes even more money. Oh, you know what, bro? You're right. Y'all get y'all Peacock subscriptions yet? Nah. No. I, I, I'm going to set mine up. We'll get that. I'm going to get closer to the time. Yeah, exactly. I'd yeah, and, and by the way, you're right, too. It is three daughters. How many kids Shane got? He got he got three boys. Okay, he got six grandkids. I don't know if he got anything past that. Yeah. Six yeah. grandkids, man. Yeah. A lot of money. Oh. A lot of money. Hey man. Uh all right, that's all the topics we had. I don't know what else we want to talk about. I'm still waiting for Malik to send these picks, man. <laughs> hey, Dropbox right now. Oh, they hey, just we live. Uh, put your put your email in the chat. Oh wait, no, fuck, I'm gonna just send a link to you. But hey, we live, man. Uh, this has been the Young King yes, Podcast. I'm TC Fontaine, yes, Malik Ricks, wreak havoc. Plug your socials, y'all. Oh, real quick, Malik. Real quick, who y'all got in the game, man? It's you know the game is is about to kick off in about an hour. Who y'all man, got? You don't know. Man, Malik said if it ain't the Raiders, I don't care. Big facts, Vegas. No, that's, up. You know that's right. Oh man, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know, bro. Like I hate, I truly hate going against Tom Brady. But y'all see Pat Mahomes, like yeah, like that that nigga. That's that he hurt. They said he hurt. He working with tar- toe turf, toe, toe turf. God damn it, toe I turf. Mean, he yeah, well, he was working with turf toe last game, man. Turf toe, turf toe, turf toe. That's what it was. Stop. God damn it, toe turf. Listen, hold on. He let, came me, back. Let, me, let me let me let me get it out. Let me get it out. Turf toe, turf toe, turf toe, turf toe. <laughs> toe turf. Turf toe. <laughs> that's 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 the oldest black man. Black man. <laughs> Ever doubtable life. <laughs> he was he was dealing with that last game and he was coming off concussion. Yeah, you and he still smoked these niggas. He still smoked them niggas. So I expected that though. I, it just the, the Bills weren't ready, but this is Tom Brady. This is six rings, the, the most the most rings by a starting quarterback in NFL history, going for seventh. But I see the this, this look the storylines right here. 
this guy beat uh, Drew Brees. He beat Aaron Rodgers. Yep. You just got Pat Mahomes left. That's the story right there. You beat three of the best quarterbacks in NFL history. One of them is the, the MVP. The other one is the, the, the Super Bowl MVP currently. You beat them. You win seven rings. There's so many storylines they can push, and sports are fake as hell anyway. You want to know how fake sports are? Watch the Lakers and Pistons game from last night. Some of the fakest shit I've ever seen in my life. We went to double OT with them. Should have never happened. Yo, oh, the Pistons man. get the uh, worst, worst everything award this year. No, they don't. Bad. I like the Pistons, but yeah, they made me bad. Then they just trade. They traded D Rose to the Knicks. Yeah, I just, they, they talking about doing it. <laughs> what did they go through? They, they did. did. They yeah. did it. Yeah. Like, why they do D Rose like that, man? <laughs> I'm still, so, they got I'm my so man, glad. Got my back in New York. Tom Thibodeau about to finish what he started. It's a, five <laughs> it's a damn shame. It, oh, man. Now that's a damn shame. God. Did, don't they got Gibson over there, too? In New yeah, York? Taj Gibson. Yeah. They're about to do it all. Keith Bogan's coming out of retirement. <laughs> it's the about to get the whole band back together. Kyle Corver about to get traded to New York City. Dude, hey, Carlos hey, is not going nowhere. Bruh, them knees are history. Whatever's left of them. RIP. Tell you that now. Which, which is a perfect bro, segue. That still makes me mad, bro. This man, it was a it was the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter with D-Rose. Of, of game hurt. one. Of oh, game man. one. Y'all was up 10. What, what did it? Listen. What well, one minute read up 10. Yo, start putting the MVP. What is wrong with you, folks? <laughs> like, what, what's going on? That, that 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 is a perfect segue. And, and look, because... look, I'm a Bron. I'm a Bron fan. I hated D Rose at that time, but now I'm just looking back on it. Now that I get to enjoy my life and like like I'm talking to Lance Stevenson, like I got to tell Lance Stevenson to his face that I hated him in high school. It felt good. You know what I mean? He laughed it off. He was like, "Man, everybody hated me." I was like, "Bro, you know, you didn't know the people I knew." You know what I mean? Same, I didn't like D Rose. Like, but like looking back at it now, I'm like, bro, you had what is y'all doing? I just had to take a moment, man. Just thinking they did my guy D Rose dirty. That's I I felt all of that. That is a perfect segue to get to my socials because you can find me at recapping 24 (laughs) on Instagram and Twitter. And also you can find the havoc I want Instagram. And you can listen on YouTube. If you're watching us now, you see on the backdrop here. You can catch me on YouTube, on Anchor and Spotify. Ad name behind him is wrong. Listen, listen, we ain't talking about that right now. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're doing a recap for the Super Bowl, uh, either tonight or tomorrow, one or the other. And uh, plenty of other news in, in football and basketball to get into. So Maybe go check that out. P- we we got to do a PFL episode. Oh yeah, the that's coming real soon. Yeah, boy, yo. Maybe in like like two weeks. Maybe like two weeks. We gotta have that. Yeah, definitely, bro. We're gonna have Malik. Malik. Uh, Malik right. LV on everything. One or two Ks. One one or two Ks. Yeah. I don't know if I'm gonna get that two K page at this point. It was a slight promise of it, but I knew it was too good to be true. I don't know neither. 
Uh, you can you can follow me at TC Fontaine. <laughs> when you know Malik sending this Dropbox link, I'm gonna have some pictures this week for you, boy. I tested. You did. All right, bet. Cool. I'm gonna check it out. Uh, I'm I'm going for like I said, I'm going for the Bucks, man. You see, I got my got my Nebraska shirt on. So we got three Huskers on the Bucks roster. Uh, one of them is Ndamukong Sue, the greatest college football player I ever seen in my life with my own eyes. You want to argue with me? You're going to be arguing to a brick wall. Ndamukong Sue is the GOAT. Did you say the greatest college football player? That I ever saw with my own two eyes. And I've seen a lot of great players. I've seen Reggie Bush. I've seen Cam Newton. I've seen Lamar Jackson. I've seen uh, 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 whoever else, but they not in Damakong Sue. One, and Damakong Sue should have won the Heisman his senior year. Don't get me started on that. Nebraska should have won the Big 12 championship, but we were cheated by Texas because the BCS didn't want Cincinnati in the championship game versus Alabama. These is all true facts and conspiracies that I subscribe to. Nobody's ever going to change my mind about that, so don't attempt to. Thank you guys for listening to the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Follow me sign at tc.fontaine. Follow YK Wrestling. I gotta, I gotta sign off. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. We have are out of here. Go, go. go. <laughs> and we're going to continue this conversation off air. Yeah, we are.